All right, Beard Dynasty League. It's once again your commissioner, Mr. Chris the Red Hair. Today I also have your champion, Thump Nasty. And unfortunately, due to wedding obligations and having a wife-to-be, Joe can't make it. But we got by, by popular demand and request, Mr. Bradley. How are you guys doing today? Good to be back. You know, good to have you back. You're such a nice oh. guy. Yep, yep. When you said the beer dynasty, I thought for a second you changed it to the beard dynasty. If you uh, win, ever me, win, which is was... not likely, we could change it to the beard dynasty. <laughs> that might be a fun rule that, like, the winner gets to name the league for the next year or something. Yeah, 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 maybe. Maybe. If you win, maybe you can start implementing rules. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. you were actually, did you know that we invited Tyler first, but he, he turned us down? So you're yeah, like second option. I, I actually <laughs> called that too. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, you probably asked Tyler before me. Just threw out Tyler, and, and sure enough, yeah. But Tyler was like, nah, screw you. I don't wanna. I don't no. wanna talk to you. Yeah, he so. had like a red carpet showing, or he was like uh, launching red some... carpet. That sounds important. Yeah, something going on. He's, he's I don't know. more important. He, than he's us, a man. He's a mystery. He's, he's a know-it-all. Is he running for office somewhere? <laughs> I was gonna say. Is he debuting? Is he in a movie or something? Or? I don't know. Oh. Man. Have you seen Tyler? I mean, that guy is a mystery. You look at that face star. and you're like, is he mad at me or is he just handsome? Mm. <laughs> Anyways, he realize going he's over. a Packers fan? Mm. <laughs> he's Packers. Right. All right. So let's get away from the gay homo about Tyler and let's move on to about Love the you, news this week. There wasn't that much news, guys. I mean, you guys should be following training camp and there's a lot of hype that's happening around it. But I guess the kind of big news is like Earl Thomas is starting fights and no one's picked him up yet. I find that surprising. Um, he's a big end safety, right? Yeah, I mean, he's what, a four-time All-Pro, three-time first team, seven-time Pro Bowler. Like, he, he former changed Seahawks the, great. Former Seahawks great, absolutely. I mean, when he was over there in Seattle, that Legion of Boom, they were ridiculous. They, he was a big part of that, so. Absolutely. <laughs> I think he honestly was the most important part of that. Yeah. Because when he went out, that they were just not nearly as good. They were the um, Legion of Wayne. Legion of almost. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's strange because you see all these guys getting all these second chances everywhere. Uh, talent wins out, talent wins out. And it's just like his fucking team was like, you know what? We've had enough of your shit. Um, go ahead and just get the fuck out of here. And ownership, who still is going to pay him whatever it is they owe him on the guaranteed deal, has to pay him to go away, and even Jerry Jones, who openly loves him, has not signed him. That's I find that very odd. Yeah. So, and then the other news is Montgomery got hurt. I think they're not really they haven't they haven't been much about it. They said it's like a it's like a small groin issue, but that's concerning for me. A groin issue is going to be lasting all season long, and I fucking yeah. hate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like those for for fast twitchy guys. The uh, trying to push off on the on the groin is is awful. Um, Anytime you shatter your uterus, it's just not a good thing. <laughs> now, we also, Brad, you're great thing to have you on the show. You've kind of had a shit storm. How's uh, Miles Sanders doing? Uh, he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> be fine. I, hope. Really, though? <laughs> I, I, I think he will be. Yeah. I'm more concerned about Singletary right now. Uh, what, what, he's been having a lot of Singletary. fumble issues. The fumbleitis. Yeah. He's got a taste of the fumbles. Yeah. Or as I like to call them, the. Uh, 
Chris Carson's as well. Ooh, that's your uh, own guy too. I know. Yeah. Well, I, you, when you're watching him do it every week, you're just like, "Come on, man, get it together." Well, you know what's funny he is they're be... doing the whole uh, uh, hockey playoff thing. It's a lower body injury. Yeah. Right. He uh, has the okay. potential to be on the uh, spoilers for what we're going to get into, but the list, oh. I think, oh. if he just could hold on to the ball. Well, okay, so we are going to have today's episode in the meat and potatoes. We are going to have uh, talks about our fi- top five running backs, top five wide receivers. I also will be wearing – I'm not wearing <laughs> – Oh, what are you wearing, Chris? I'm wearing nothing but the G-string you bought me. Um, I like it. <laughs> Banana hammock. <laughs> we, uh, I'll be reading Joe's thing because Joe's still here. But, again, like I said, on September 12th, he's getting married, so he has, like, obligations leading up to that. Um, Who the fuck gets married during football season? I, what? What is he thinking? He must be a Broncos fan because they just don't get it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. But I do. there is another thing I want to bring up before we get to the meat and potatoes, and that is the whole shit storm, what we call 2020. Um, <sighs> right now we have three IR spots. Um, it was brought up this week, like – just looking into it and trying to thinking about it, just like we have players that are possibly going to protest. We have players that are possibly going to – sit out for weeks or just randomly tell you 10 minutes before kickoff and all that get kind of COVID. stuff get covid the news is going to be crazy and it's going to show a lot of uncertainty um i just um, think wh- that wait, wait. what was that last word uncertainty you never heard uh, that look at uncertainty that. uncertainty uncertainty are you not sure about something or you're unsure about something <laughs> and you just have uncertainty about it i don't it. think get uncertainty is a word God. in the book of chris Dockety, it is okay <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's making up words, ladies and gentlemen. No, That's, you, your honestly, That's your commissioner. To know Chris is to hear words you've never heard before. You, you know are, that well, shit. You are welcome to be educated and blessed to hear these graceful words. Sure, all right. we'll go with that. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, so we have all these mysteries around it. Um, I'm starting, I think with this week, we're going to put out to the poll of where we make those, all three of those IR spots open for anything. Um, and if I don't know if we'll be able to put protest players on it or anything like that, but I want to have a discussion with the league in the chat about that. What are you guys' opinions? Brad, will we kick it off? Yeah, so we were kind of discussing it uh, before we started how basically a scenario that could pop up would be, say you have a running back that is your RB1 going at a 1 o'clock or say even like a night game. And you have another guy who has a game at 10 a.m. Well, obviously, you want to start your guy that's your lead guy. Then come five minutes before game time, that guy decides, oh, I'm going to protest and I'm not playing the game. Well, now you're screwed because your other backup already already played his game and I don't have a replacement for this guy because he didn't wait. He waited until the last minute. Basically, the whole – just because that's what's going on in baseball right now. They're all going out, doing the national anthem, and then just walked off the field. So – kind of could screw things up royally for football. So we're not really sure how we want to work it in terms of that situation. Like, do we let the person retroactively place that running back back in? Or if they have multiple running backs that played in the morning, then it becomes, well, which one do they get to choose to put in? So yeah, uh, not really sure how we want to do it. Get everyone's opinion. Um, I kind of feel like they, you should be able to, at least throw them in, but it might be, it's kind of one of those things. Like, do you have to like say each week, like, okay, this guy is my backup guy. If someone goes out, then this is who I get to replace them. That way you don't get to just choose. Oh, well this guy had a better day. I'm well, that's a in. really good option. I kind of like that. Maybe you have to submit 
like a running back and a wide receiver or something every week and as like a flex option as like an option like hey this is who i'm gonna put in if someone decides to not play or something. I yeah, you know what? I was gonna say something very similar to that in that because like look if you got say you got Saquon Barkley and he's going Sunday night, Monday night, if he's got a chance of being injured, you're not gonna play him because your other guys are gonna play before that. You know that going in. But this is the unique situation that we have where guys are healthy going out there, getting the national anthem, taking the knee, and then we're protesting. Okay, well, that fucks us in every way possible because we don't have a backup plan for that. I mean, it's going to be weird for everybody. It's not just going to be us. It's not just going to be our league. But, yeah, having something like that in place where it's like, okay, here are my starters. If this guy decides to protest, if this guy gets COVID last minute, um, throw this guy in there. I'd like to do it before the game starts. Um, have a designated guy like like Brad was saying, it just make it easier because I mean we're all trying to just react to what's going on with the world right now. It's this is the totally an unprecedented honest. Yeah, it's anyone just, can plan for. Well, honestly, you know I Actually, mean the COVID was already weird enough, and now now we got this, and it's just like you know something else is going to happen, and then what happens in November when elections roll around and the world gets even crazier? Like it's just oh my gosh, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I'm here's my proposal. I'm going to put this in vote. So we're going to have two votes this week, guys. We're going to have the one where we make all three IR spots open for injuries and everything like that. Just giving people more room to move things around. The waiver wires will suck this year. I'm sorry for anyone that really likes banking off the waiver wires. I'm one of them. I really love moving on the waiver wires. I even get itchy and just pick up Devonte Freedom for no reason. Okay, so yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> there's the no. Fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I got him because there's a lot of running backs looks like they're getting injured. So maybe sure. we'll get picked okay. up. But anyways, we'll go with the, that. That's gonna be one vote. Moving the IR spot to be open to everything, and then the second one is I think that weekly, everyone has to submit a depth chart. What's your number one quarterback? What's your number one and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. That for by okay. default, by default. You're if like say your next in line goes you're in. next in line. So if there's okay. a little bit that still have the strategy involved and it's still not based on the guy who's a who who's the number one sat out, the guy who played at ten AM blew up and got forty points on his bench. Like, oh that was the guy I was gonna play the whole time if you you know, like no right, right, no right. fuck that. You're gonna submit a depth chart. I, I would propose that you submit a depth chart and then we go off that depth chart. If uh and then even if even if it's a flex, so let's say that you in your flex position you put down a wide receiver, it will be your next available wide receiver so a little bit of strategy there too so if you put down a running back it'll be your next viable running back so if you think that hey my wide receiver may sit out and i don't like my running up wide receiver maybe i should put my running back in in case he sits out that's going to be a little bit of the strategy and risk and i know that's going to that's kind of like the sour of it but that's the only way i think we can make it fair mm-hmm. is that everyone submits a death chart of all the positions and all the roles that they have i think right. uh, one thing with that that'd be good if we do it that way It'd have to be a way that everyone can see everyone's death charts. I feel like, yeah, I, we just know mm-hmm. we. It's not just a trust system. I mean, no, no, no. Like, you, we have a but, freaking chat page. You can just put it in the chat. Just everyone once a week submit yeah. that chat. You know, okay. Like, but yeah, what about the people that don't really participate? And we, oh, a, I forgot. I forgot. That, I mean, this is one of the most involved leagues. It, we have a freaking podcast. If you're not yeah. involved in putting that chat down, you can't take the time to put down a death chart then I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, we're doing everything we can. Okay, if you so, don't update it each week, then you just go off of the one from the week prior. I like that basically. too. That, okay. Yeah, say, I was going to say you're shit out of luck, but yeah, just go yeah. off the last one that you did, take the yeah. time to submit. Unless you submit. Okay. make an updated one, we go off of the most 
recent one we've gotten from that person. Yeah, because in the chat, I can you can I I believe you can put the at whoever you want to talk to, and it will show all that person's chat in that in that mm -hmm. segment. And then you know, as uh, we got we got two commissioners and a co-commissioner, the three of us can figure it out and. I think that's just the safest way and we'll, we'll put it to a vote. Maybe this won't even go through action. <laughs> and it might even be something too that, I mean, maybe Joe could see how, it, or you put it, whoever, I don't know who's full on running the website side of things. Um, Ooh, that's maybe good. it's some way you can, we can have it so that people can submit them onto the website or submit them to you. And then you yeah, put it onto yeah, the yeah. website. Actually, you know what? That's something actually, like you that. know what? That, I, that's much better. We, I forgot we have a freaking website. There. Yeah, we have a website. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well use it. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's so, or tools to, to use on that. You I see, feel like this is why we it. need Brad and fuck Joe. So a third Joe. vote will be going out. <laughs> If uh, I should be replacing Joe on the podcast, so. <laughs> it's unanimous. We need to take it. Oh wow! Look at my phone's just blowing up as if we're streaming live. And oh, bye, Joe. Jk, Jk. Yeah. So yeah, we'll actually use the website. That will be the most up-to-date website, and I'll put a date. I can I can freaking code the whole thing out of it, where I'll just put go. a date on the top of where it's mass update, and you guys can post it, send a PM or anything like that, and I'll say, hey, update to the death chart, Tyler. You know, and in the chat line, that's perfect. Brad, well, good, like well, it. good suggestion. Thank you, thank you. My so contribution you, is uh, is done for the day. So, oh, we'll, how uh, do we remove him? Where's the remove? <laughs> uh, all right, I don't have so, to say anything else. All right, all right, so we got the news. There wasn't much, and this episode may be a little bit shorter because there's not much. Let's go into the meat and potatoes. Um, let's start off with uh, Mr. Bradley. You you've got good suggestions. You're on a run right now. Tell me your top five wide receivers. Wide receivers. All right. Well, I'll start off by telling you, Chris, Julio is not in my top. No, I'm just kidding. You're a straight up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. Okay, so wide receivers, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. We're probably all going to have at least three or f probably four of the top five in the same. Uh, for me, I went Michael Thomas, number one. Uh, the dude's just a monster. I have uh, Devontae Adams at number two. And then DeAndre Hopkins at three. I had them both kind of like back and forth, especially, I mean, I've had both on my team. I had Devonta Adams last year. He was amazing. And I just, I traded him for Hopkins. So I value them both about the same. Right? They're both really great players. Hopkins being in a new system though, who knows what could happen. So he gets bumped down to three. And then I put Julio at four and then I got Tyreek Hill coming in at five. Oh wow all right thumbs give me your top five um we're all gonna have pretty much pretty similar lists uh i'm gonna start off with a curveball though i'm gonna Ooh. go i'm gonna go tyreek number one Ooh. yeah i i really think that he just blows up this year i don't know what it is i think they just um last year was just like kind of a freaking out i mean he finished number two two years ago he's got the Big playability, nobody can catch him, uh, and they're going to put McCall Hardman out there more, so now they can't even shade the safety over the side because the two speed demons out there. I think he has a monster this year. Um, I'm very high on him. Michael Thomas, number two, that's, it, that's easy. I mean, anytime you break a record with catches and you're still with Drew Brees, you, you got to be up there. As much as it hurt my soul, I had to put Julio number three, even though he's clearly regressing and he's terrible. What? And fucking suck. <laughs> um, is that him or is it his quarterback that's doing that, though? It's really his number one fan that <laughs> gets, on, gets on me. But no, uh, Julio's still a monster, and he's still 6'5", and 
bigger than everybody, faster than everybody, and better than everybody. I just I think those other two guys just have better seasons, and it's the touchdowns. It's strictly the touchdowns, and now you've got Ridley over there taking more. They've got Hurst over there. That's a big red zone target. I just think he doesn't get the touchdowns. I think he finishes around three. Uh, number four, I put Chris Godwin. I think him and Tom Brady are a fucking match made in heaven. He's a younger, faster Julian Edwin. I think he's going to get those quick, short slants and those little out routes, and, and the dude's got hands, uh, catches fucking everything. I think he has a great year. He may even finish top two, to be honest with you. Um, I had to go Hopkins – at number five, because look what he did with shitty quarterbacks for years. Oh. Now he's getting a good quarterback. And, and yeah, he's going to have to learn a new system. He's going to have to share a little bit more, but he's still DeAndre Hopkins. He's still – all things being equal, I would put him at number one um, as best receiver on the planet. But he's – with no training camp and, and the lack of practices and things of that nature, I think he slides down a little bit, but he's still a beast. And so you, so just to clarify, you're saying Deshaun Watson was a shitty quarterback? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. that's what I was like. What? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm talking about when he had before, uh, before he yeah, 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 before okay. Watson. He I just wanted to clarify up, that. No, no, no. He was still putting up top five seasons with uh, essentially garbage. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, if he can do it with them, God, I mean, Julio Jones has been doing that too. So that's true. Julio, Julio's been handicapped for nine years. It's been awful. The fuck was it? Osweiler, I remember one year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was, was like, like Tom was Savage. I mean, just fucking guys you don't even remember anymore. That's yeah. how bad they were. I mean, obviously, what he did with, with Watson was fucking epic. I mean, yeah. both of them are great. But I think Watson takes a slide back this year, and I think that uh, Hopkins does as well, just just because it's a, it's a new year. I mean, look around at all the guys that have absolutely succeeded with uh, a new team on their first year after being traded, the list is very, very, very small. It, yeah. it, it's hard because it's new terminology. New, exactly. It, just look at look at any of the fucking list. There's really not a, a precedent for it. So I just think he, his numbers take a little bit of a dip. But like I said, all things being equal, he's, I think he's number one. But I still can't rank him number one just because of all the, all the things he's going to have to go through. And, right. And he's still got good defenses he has to play is six times a year. So – that doesn't help. I mean, he's going from the AFC South to the NFC West. I mean, that's kind of a big jump. Yeah, we tough so, out of here. That's what I'm talking about. You got that legion of almost. The legion of, yeah, we're all right. Legion <laughs> <laughs> we of mediocrity. We don't, we, we don't have our, our fans 12th man this year anyways. Either with that's no a big deal. Game too, that's so a that's, big deal. It's going to be a huge loss for people coming into the stadium. So. Right. All right, so right, Chris, um, what do you got? Or are you going well, to actually, first? I'm going to read Joe. Joe, what do you got? Well, I got like Thomas and, Adam and Hopkins as well. And then just put Hill right there. I mean, I think they're all going to be pretty good. He, he beats women, so I like him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, we're razzing you because you're not here tonight. But, so, yeah, so Joe's got Thomas, Adams, Julio, Hopkins, and Hill. Kind of just going off the theme of yourself and uh, what everyone else is going with except for me. So I actually have Julio Devontae Adams as number one. Oh, wow. Shocker. 
Yeah, and uh, I, my 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 sure. number one and my number five are kind of the shockers. Okay. Um, the Adams, I just think I'm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like literally. I don't know if this is just beat reporters just boasting up a story just to make a story, but they're saying that in practice, Aaron Rodgers is calling run audible plays to pass plays and then throwing an awesome pass and then looking <laughs> at it, uh, say, what's his name, Sakiziet, and just just like kind of just like frowning at him or just like saying he made an audible change like. I think there's some head bunting over there, and I think that drafting Love and how Love is not looking good. I think Rogers is, I don't know, going to take over. I think you know, have to he, prove something. Yeah, and prove I mean, that he still got it. Yeah, and I mean Adams. <sighs> the other thing is that uh, Lazar, he looks like he's actually stepping up, and I think that's going to allow Adams to get some of those big gains. And I, I just find it really hard for a even though he gets a lot of he got a lot of catches last year and i respect the, all the slants that he can run i just don't think it's possible that the nfl is not going to adapt to be able to stop thomas but i'd still have him as number two so to michael thomas is number two julio i think we a consensus is just why we're through number three he just i had him at four fuck you he just (laughs) continues uh, he just continues to just be the top five again the touchdowns is the biggest part but until we actually see regression you know, there's no reason for doing it. And Ridley, I think, is actually getting a lot of spotlight, which you you have to choose one or the other. And eventually, you're going Calvin Ridley's going to burn you guys so much that you are going to. And that's the one time that Julio on a Monday night game just burns the Eagles for 80 yards. Wait, <laughs> are the Falcons playing on Monday night this year? No, not this year. That was last year. Joe knows uh, that game. We were going, Joe, uh, not Joe, Rodney Johnson, Joe, were, and I were going head to head. And he was kind of beating me into that last play where Julio just. Oh, got I do speed. remember that actually. That was awesome. I, got I remember getting the text with yeah, Joe fucking Yeah, Chris came a little bit, I think. <laughs> and then oh, at, at, number, at number four, I have Tariq Hill. Until you can prove that that hamstring is going to be an issue, until Mahomes somehow can't stop throwing those amazing bombs, that's just going to be a good team. And then this number five, this is a crazy one. And it's only because out of uh, training camp, we're hearing and reading and seeing that they are not in love with their running backs. Um, Marvin Jones is going to be over top, and that means Kenny G. I think it's just going to be a PPR monster. I think he's going to actually break this year. I am only making this recent change since it's Monday. He just – I don't know. I just he got all the body frame that looks right. He's gotten part of the system for a long time. If the, anyone were to make a wide jump, and I mean, I think he, I think he's going to be a sleeper because Matthew he was he was pretty good last year with backups behind Matthew Stafford. You know, like and Matthew Stafford looks like he's healthy. Looks like he's accurate. Looks like he's fine from training camp. And that's a hot take and whatnot. But I really do think that Kenny G can make that jump up there because that's the only option they got. <laughs> so, so you're telling me if, if you're doing a redraft league and you saw Kenny Galladay sitting there, but also DeAndre Hopkins, you'd take Kenny Galladay. All day. Youth overall, Oof. it makes him valuable in the dynasty. Wow. Okay. Oof. No hesitation on that. 28, yeah, I mean, years old, 28 years old isn't that old, but okay. No, I know. Hopkins. The hottest Hopkins, of hot takes. Hopkins, <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a great pick and everything like that. But again, of how many times to run the offense right now and how many targets they have out there, I don't know. I feel until we see it, I can't, I can't bank on it. You know, we actually seen Kenny G in this system be good with crappy quarterbacks and was killing it even more so with Matthew Stafford. So I feel like uh, it's a safer pick. I'm not saying I'm, that I'm 100% going to be right, but I'll put 
I'll put twenty dollars on it, but I'm not gonna put fifty dollars on it. I mean, we're putting this on the <laughs> website, so this is this is going out for the year. This is your prediction for top yeah. five. This is what we're doing. We'll have See, to do a follow up at the end of the year, though. Oh, oh yeah, trust oh, yeah. and believe. Trust <laughs> and believe. We're going over that one. I think we're getting a sneak preview of what might be on the episode. Oh, yeah, we might awesome wear out the stuff. "what the fuck" drop. Honestly, at that point. it might just be forty-seven minutes of "what the fuck." Yeah, we'll just put that on repeat and put on Spotify, <laughs> and everyone can enjoy it. Awesome. I'm just saying. See, my problem with Devontae Adams is is he's going to get a lot of targets. Uh, I, I couldn't put him in my top five because there's, there's only one option over there. They want to run. They're going to run. I, I don't know. I think eventually the defenses are just going to start shading at him and, and throwing doubles at him. And even Rodgers is going to be like, yeah, let me check down to somebody else. I don't know. I like him personally. Um, I mean, Derek Carr made him in college, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> or did he make Derek Carr? Definitely not. It was absolutely the other way around. But uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't put him in my top five because of that. I think he, he slides back down to earth a little bit. He's still top ten. I just don't see top five. All right. Do you have any final words about wide receivers, Bradley? Um, I, I'll say my bold prediction is that uh, – um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, spacing on his name. He's on my team even. I don't think I'm Metcalf. Goodness sakes, it's late. Mm-hmm. Metcalf be in the top ten. Bold. Oh, bold. I, I I could see it. I I don't know how much gas Lockett has, but you know the whole career of Lockett, it's been underrated and second guess, and we've always been proven wrong year on year out. And even it's before true. that, you had Dougie B, Doug Baldwin, my boy. Baldwin. So sad when that guy retired. Um, so we have a history of having good wide receivers and Russ is going to be Russ. So I think DK makes a big jump this year. And I think he cracks the top 10. If, if you can, uh, all right. I'm gonna, hold, again, hold on to the ball. I'm going to have put uh, up the numbers. He'll be top yeah, 10. Yeah. Yeah. You could say that about any guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go off of Joe's first and then thumps. You can follow up. Joe surprisingly has CMC first. Can you guys believe that? What a, fucking douchebag hot take and then he wow. has saquon then he has zeke then he has kamara at four and then he has cook at five i i can see that that seems like the industry standard right now nothing creative on joe's part so fuck him all right seriously <laughs> thumps what do you got for your top five i mean we have the same five guys they're just in a different order um i put saquon at number one simply because McCaffrey. The new quarterback in a new system, uh, no defense. Yeah, he's going to get a ton of catches. But, I mean, when you have 11 guys coming after you, at, at some point it's, the, the dam has to break, right? He can't keep doing what he's doing, even though I love him personally. Um, the jig is up. Everyone knows the plan. Give I the mean, ball I, to him. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with Saquon. I mean, they know it's coming and you can't stop it, but I just think there's more options in on the Giants than there are uh, on the Panthers. Everybody knows – that the ball's going to CMC. So I don't know. I just think Saquon has a better year. If he hadn't gotten hurt, I mean, look at the last, what, three weeks of the season? He put up just stupid numbers. Just unbelievable. If he hadn't gotten hurt, that team hadn't been so bad, he'd have been number one last year, even with CMC's stupid numbers. Um, Zeke is a steady number three. Everybody expects that. Um, I couldn't put anybody above him just because he keeps getting the workload. It's really, yeah. I think they're going to throw more. I don't see him being able to break the uh, the third position. I think he could drop down. I don't think he can get high. I don't think he can compete with those other two guys just because of the touches they're going to get. 
Um, I have Dalvin at number four. The dude, when he's on the field, is he's just unstoppable. Um, the injury thing does sort of concern me, and the fact that they're broke off contract talks is a little like, is he going to say, okay, fuck you, I'm going to give my body a little bit of a rest this year? Or is he say, fuck you, I'm going to get the bag from somebody else? And that's really the biggest question mark I have with him um, because they have Madison over there. And they could say, okay, you know what, Dalvin, take a seat. You're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to do if he looks uninterested or trying not to get hurt or whatever. I don't know if he's that guy. I hope he's not that guy. But, you know, some people are that guy. So uh, then I have at number five, Alvin Kamara. He's, even when he's hurt and he, what did he have, a fucking ankle, knee injury last year, torn, whatever the fuck he had. And he still was doing what you expected him to do. He didn't score as many touchdowns, even though that offense was, was humming. Um, I think he, he brings that back up this year like he normally does. He averages 83 catches a year, which is great in a PPR league. Um, and and who's, who's his backup? Latavius Murray? Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So, all right, Brad, let me – you go and then I'll go. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be quick. Mine was the exact same as Joe's. Uh, CMC at one, Saquon two. Zeke three, Kamara four, Cook five. Yeah, I mean, outside of those five, I didn't really see anyone that really stood out that would crack the top five. The only one, I mean, Derrick Henry obviously was a monster at the end of the year and then into the playoffs. So, I mean, if he can keep that going, then he, he I could see him sneaking into there. Um, but I just don't – as much of a beast as he is, I don't think he can carry the workload that much as he was because – the dude what was he getting like 30 carries a game or something like every game or it was yeah, close to it it was a ridiculous amount like of the guy was goals. yeah like <laughs> the guy's gonna pass out at some point um so outside of those five yeah, i didn't really see an argument for anyone else really all right um next thing i have is i'm gonna actually kind of go with uh, thumbs on this and have barkley and then cmc i just kind of i just kind of have a hard time putting a player back to back one one um so i'm just going to put barkley i think that daniel jones is looking a lot more accurate i think he's not going to try to run it that much and fumble so that means they're going to have more time with the ball which means it's going to go more to barkley um then if that one I have number three i have kamara there's no reason to talk about cmc he's just going to be proficient he's going to be in the top five regardless yeah. whatever he is but then i have kamara because we i think we saw his floor last year and he was still freaking great Great. The dude's a beast. He gets a lot of action. All those catches make him really strong in our league. And then Zeke, because I think that's all the Dallas got, and they're all going to do because Dak is just a just a flash. He, you know, he keeps doing that play action that's what he can get, and the only way to do the play action right is if they run it with Zeke. And then, I don't know, I like putting my dick on the table tonight. I'm going to put Joe Mixon at number five. And this is kind of a little bit of a, little bit of a debate that we're going to have. It's an yeah, um, I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, I don't have the word. I don't know that the word exists in the English language that I could disagree with you more about uh, about cooking or uh, mixing in the top five. Um, if I had access to the what the fuck button, you'd be hearing it right now. <laughs> oh, honestly, what the fuck, Chris? What, I don't understand. What's your reasoning? Because I can basically counter everything you say with logic. So, you know what? Go ahead. Lay it on wow the table, me. Chris. Wow me. You're going to say that uh, Joe Mixon 
is not going to be good because he got a rookie running a rookie quarterback handling the ball. But I'm going to yep. say that's the reason why the rookie quarterback is going to be handing the ball off to him so much, dinking it off to him so much. And that, again, opportunity brings value, and he's going to be getting a shitload of opportunity. And he was doing worse last year. He, he had someone worse <laughs> than a rookie quarterback. And Joe Burrow is looking great at camp. A.J. Green, even though he's having a little bit of issues, is still going to be on the field. And I, you have to respect what A.J. Green done before, so that's going to pull the, the defense out. And he's just going to be able to run. I think that a team's going to have to step up. I think that that division is the, probably one of the most hardest competitive divisions right now talent-wise, mm-hmm. and I think that they're going to have to do it. I, they are going to have to rely on Mixon, catching the ball a lot, moving along, because that's one of their easiest set pieces for Joe Burrow to get the ball to. Uh, does Joe Mixon play defense for them all of a sudden? Because their defense is atrocious. They're going to be having to throw – so much in the second half of games. And you got to remember, they got six games against a really good Pittsburgh defense, a really good Ravens defense, and a surprisingly good Browns defense. So that's six games right there, and our, our season's only 13 weeks until the playoffs. Where is he putting up these numbers? I, I just don't see it. He's got an inexperienced offensive line. He's got a rookie left tackle, a rookie quarterback, and they've got good receivers. Why wouldn't he throw to the good receivers? Why is he checking down? I mean, and even if he does, I just don't see it, man. He's just not going to get the, the, the carries. He's not going to get the opportunities. Yeah, he'll put up points because he'll get the checkdowns from Burrow when Burrow gets scared because this isn't uh, – he's not playing Mississippi State anymore. And I think Burrow has a great year, but I think it's – they're just going to have to throw a shit ton, especially in the second half, to get back into games. And if you're starting with the number one quarterback on your franchise, you want to give him the reps – to throw the ball down the field to see, okay, what do we have? We could end up with the Baker Mayfield type of guy. And yeah, okay. Um, he's going to shit the bed. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. We have to him. know. There is, there is. <laughs> he's on my team. Um, I have to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he fooled us all his rookie year. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, what he threw the most touchdowns a rookie's ever had. And he looked great except for the red zone. And then look what happened last year. I just, uh, of all the other running backs, that you could have put in the in the five, you, you went with a guy that I, I don't even know if he's in my top ten. I don't have it in front of me, but I think if he is, he's at ten. Like I just I don't see it, Chris. You're crazy as fuck. I, I, maybe I am crazy as fuck, but I mean, the fact that the fact that he's going to have opportunity. I'm kind of going off of what Austin Eckler did last year. You know, Austin Eckler was only really good when it was his time when the defense was sucking. Even though it was a good defense, the defense was sucking and they were behind because they were dumping it off to him a lot. I feel like he's the easiest position to get the ball to. When you have to throw it three yards, versus you have to throw it. Uh, seven yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, it makes it a lot harder to get the ball to that uh, uh, skilled receiver. So I think that Mixon is going to, I don't, easily, even Jennifer Bernard's, I don't even think he's there. And if he's not, he's not relevant because I'm not seeing him anywhere in the training camp reports. I'm seeing a lot, a lot of Mixon talk. And I'm feeling like they, that's their start. They're going to use them. And that's just feel like it's a theme for coaches today is that next year is running back, free agent, Armageddon. What's use these guys before they all go out anywhere and just bury them to the ground if we don't have to pay them CMC money, if we don't have to pay them Zeke money. And that's what they're going to do with them. Are you factoring his, in his uh, migraines at all? Pussy. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right, so we're coming down to the end of the segment. We're going to have each of you guys talk about a player that you, in the beginning of the preseason, was kind of high on and no longer high on, and a player that you weren't high on that you are now high on. So a lot of weed being passed around. Thump, who are you were high on and no longer high on? I'm going to go with, uh, sorry, Brad, Miles Sanders. Damn it. Right. The lower body injury concerns me when they don't even give you specifics. Um, They're saying he should be ready by week one. That's not really what you want to hear out of an RB1. And don't forget, he lost all-pro left guard Brandon Brooks earlier in the season, and then he just lost his left tackle for the season. So his entire left side of his offense, also known as the blind side for the quarterback, is a bunch of backups and guys that we hope can block these Aaron Donalds, J.J. Watts of the world, uh, and get before they get into the backfield and um, destroy our running back and or quarterback. I am arrow down on all Eagles players. Honestly, I'm con- concerned about um, Jalen Rager at this point, but the Miles Sanders things really, really concerns me. It's not like he's a big guy. He, he relies on his quickness, his, his cutting, things like that. And we don't even know what the injury is. I'm uh, arrow down for sure. Yeah, I, I've totally – this week I dropped Goddard just because of that news. I'm just like, that whole left side's done. I'm done playing this. Who's the wide receiver there in England? I am done with the England team. They are just as bad as Washington for me right Eagles, now. I just don't Eagles. Want... Eagles. Eagles? What was I saying? England. You said you said New England like three times. <laughs> Fuck New England. 28-3, bitches. I hate them. Fuck oh, he said it himself. Yeah. I just hate them. It's just, it just sits I'm surprised Edelman didn't make your top five, if I'm being completely honest. Fuck Edelman. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the Eagles, excuse me. I'm just – I'm fire selling on them. Just They're just as bad as Washington. I don't, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't have Goddard anymore. I'd rather pick up some random sophomore that's just hopefully behind Kyle Rudolph hoping to play. I just don't want anything to do with that team. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to prey on it. I'm done with it. Yeah. Scares uh, me. What about you, Bradley? Uh, what's a player that you were high on and no longer high on? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily that I was like super high on him, but I was excited to see the potential. And I thought he could have made another step forward as another, my other running back Singletary. Uh, I was like, he had his, he had his times last season where he showed some promise. He had a couple games where he had like over 70, close to a hundred yards, got a decent amount of catches out of the backfield um, but now reports come out that he's been having a bunch of fumbling issues in training camp and everything, and just puts more concern on there. My running back situation's not lo- not looking too pretty right now. You understand so. why we ranked you number ten now? Shut up. <laughs> so, are you already scouting for running backs in next year's draft? I mean, <laughs> gonna watch some college this year. Oh, fuck if they even play maybe, college football. <laughs> maybe Kareem Hunt will. Uh, Yes. If I have any advice for you, even though you're living a, the perfect life in the best way that you can, we'll go. Yeah, hold sure. on to Kareem Hunt. Yeah. It yeah. can only serve you well. I've been trying to trade Kareem Hunt from Brad like all season since February. Yeah. I've been trying to get him. <laughs> Unless you get, just get a stupid King's Ransom offer, why? Yeah. Um, so what's a player that you were high on that, or no, wait, ver, vice versa, a player that you weren't high on that you are now high on? Who? Either one of you guys, speak up. Come on. Oh, man. somebody, it's like double dutch, just jump in? <laughs> just jump in. Let's go. Um, I'm hearing really good things about the 
fucking opposite of Devin Singletary, and that's Zach Moss. Um, when he got drafted, I was like, ah, eh, they're going to split. They're going to do this or that. I've heard nothing but good things of him coming out of camp. Yeah, also uh, Especially, that's what I mean, with Singletary <laughs> yeah. fumbling, and it's, they're, they're like, well, he was a second-round pick. It's like, well, perhaps he's going to be more than just a third-down goal line back. Um, I wasn't high on him, and I'm hearing nothing but good things. Uh, a guy I was high on, I'm going to jump in with Cam Akers. I hear he is fucking killing it right now. So that rookie uh, podcast that we had a couple weeks ago, proving me right. Thank you, Cam Akers. <laughs> all right, all right, Joe, Brad. What do you think about a guy that you weren't high on that you are now high on? Uh, I'm trying to think if I can. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Um, Is there anybody else on your team? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I know. I'm like, home. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I don't know if Cam Newton qualifies because it was kind of went from like, oh, he was on nobody's team to all of a sudden now I'm like, oh, I'm high on him. He's gonna be hopefully good. Yeah, you put fifty yeah, bucks on it. So you better ridiculously be high on him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess if I had to say, giving you a blowjob in the bag, you snorted a big old line of him. <laughs> Damn right I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Hopefully that pays off because it sounds like my running back situation is gonna be a shit show. I'm a big Cam. Newton personality fan. I'm I'm like I uh, hope he can do well in the football world and everything. But his personality, I fucking love. It's it's very original and weird. It's it's sort of look like looking at a painting and you're like, oh, that's a good painting. But I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. Right. I feel yeah, like man. we're gonna know we're gonna know like after week one if Cam is gonna be back or not because they're playing the Dolphins. So if he yeah, doesn't ball true. out against them, that's if gonna he gets set over the tone. fifty yards running. I I'm impressed. I'm I'm ready to see the Cam Newton take off yeah. again. You know what's odd about the uh, Cam Newton Patriots thing is Bill Belichick has gone out of his way like three separate times to talk about how good Cam Newton's doing. He didn't in 20 years say three good things about Tom Brady. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Is he doing like a is he doing like a reverse psychology thing? Is it subterfuge? What are we talking about to here? Psych everybody he's, out. He's that's just, what I mean. That's, he's really he's just playing awful. <laughs> he's actually just watching that Spygate tape that he's got in Tampa Bay, missing Tom Brady, and hoping that he gets jealous and comes back. That's what's oh, happening. <laughs> gotcha. So a player that I was like, uh, I wasn't as high on preseason uh, pre and am now high on is actually Will Fuller. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> bar that health, his hammies, fuck those hammies. But oh he, I don't know, they're paying, I think, I, I don't know, just what I'm reading, what I'm thinking, the only option that Watson really has to go to that he's relevant to is i think it's going to be him i don't believe in cooks i don't know he's just, his body frame and everything just came getting knocked out just it's, it's like stapled in my head that i can't <laughs> can't really believe in him but i do i feel like really hyped on will fuller um and i would then, agree with you on that for sure and um, then what did you want to talk about yeah well just to jump in on, on fuller real quick um we all know he's got the hamstring issue, but look at Watson's numbers when he's in there. He's a much better quarterback when Fuller's healthy and spreading that field and, and giving that big shot. Watson's got a got a fucking cannon, so he can hit him. He can hit him, and he has several times. We've seen Fuller blow up at times. Forty he just points to last help year. Yeah, I started him that game. It was fantastic. Um, that he's actually Will Fuller was saying that he changed his running style, and hopefully, hopefully. That will uh, prevent him from pulling the fucking hamstring just getting out of his car. Like, that'd be great. So, I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, I've got him on my team. So, and I've kept him. I've had trade offers. I've had stupid trade offers, but I've had good trade offers. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to see what he does while he's out there when he's just number one. See what he does. See if he can stay healthy. 
So I agree. Go ahead and uh, finish your list there, fella. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's about it for the show. I won't just end it. I think we're going a little bit longer. Um, again, guys, we're just kind of doing this for recreation. I really hope that the league appreciates it. I think that you find value out of our league that we do do this. We do make the effort. We do try to schedule this like thumps. He works crazy hours. I work crazy hours. And Brad just fingers his own asshole. But yeah. um, yes. we, we, we're we making an effort on. to make this league uh, happy for – not happy, but just – something you guys enjoy you actually want to be part of and we enjoy your guys the communication the chat lines your talks and don't worry dm me at me whatever you ever want to have a conversation if you think there's an issue we are slime not trying to play DMs. yeah we're not slide them in and we're not trying to be slime ball oh i cannot talk and i finish this what? we're not fuck. we cannot we're not trying to be slimy or anything about this we yes there's money on the line but i hope that you know that we're trying not to be trans. We're, we're trying to be transparent. <laughs> we're trying not to be. <laughs> oh my god! I am we're doing fucking. our best to hide our intentions. Yeah, we, yeah, we are fucking up. I'm fucking. We? Up. Wait, hold up. And when he says we, he means <laughs> himself personally. When did we get dragged into this? Yeah, you're part of this. Right. Well, what he's saying is, we're, we're trying to get. We're trying to have fun here. We're trying to make it so that everybody enjoys being in this league. I mean, how many leagues offer a podcast? How many leagues offer a website? Yeah. Um, our, our league is very involved, and we, we have fun. That's the number one thing is it's supposed to be fucking fun. Yeah. And it's no fun when you're losing. I get that. But, I mean, I, I, I don't get that, but other people get that. But what I'm saying is it, it's, we're just trying to have a good time. If you disagree with something, fucking get at us. We can talk about it. You can come on the show and debate with us. I mean, we're just killing time and trying to have, a, ha, trying to have fun while we're doing it. Yep. Thank you. I got you, bro. I got you. The only collusion that will be accepted is if, as long as y'all work together to make sure the thumps doesn't repeat. I think we can all agree that that's Yes, okay. I like um, that one. Uh, other than that. I'm going to yeah, cock slap nine other people this year again. <laughs> and you're going to have to be close because it's not very big. Just for that, he's probably first week I play him. He's probably gonna like double my team's score. Oh my god! Remember when I was at your house and Devin Coleman <laughs> scored like five touchdowns? I, I, I don't Honestly, I, I couldn't even look at you anymore. I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. It's like I invited this guy into my own home. Yeah. Thanks for the pizza. I gotta go. See if that happens this year, though, I'll just throw you in my pool and drown you. So oh. <laughs> murder. Oh. Oh. Well, I didn't say kill. I just said drown. I mean, I'll let him up can, after a little bit. But I can swim. I mean. <laughs> All right. Um, again, guys, we hope you appreciate this. And uh, this is your horrible commissioner that cannot host a podcast. Logging out. Uh, thank you, guys. English is hard.